Art on the Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with Go With Yamo. Go With Yamo is an art exhibition app which helps you to find the exhibitions, art fairs and art events happening all around you. The app displays exhibitions based on your location. So the one closest to you will be at the top of the list. But if you're planning a trip, you can, of course, change your location to a different city. What makes the app really fun is that when you are at an exhibition, you can check in and earn points, which can then be used to redeem prizes from the in-app store, such as prints, exhibition tickets, books and more. Go With Yamo also create custom virtual exhibitions for galleries and artists. They recently created the virtual space for the Art on a Postcard Winter Auction, which is definitely worth checking out if you haven't done so already. You can find all of these on their website, along with some great blog content, including artist interviews, exhibition recommendations, quizzes and reviews. The Art app is free to download from the App Store and the Google Play Store, so make sure you check it out and visit their website, www.gowithyamo.com. That's G-O-W-I-T-H-Y-A-M-O. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to Art on a Podcast, the podcast created by Art on a Postcard. If you are listening in England, then I guess you're with me in feeling that we're in a little bit of a sticky January period of ice cold, nowhere to go, quieted strangeness. And so I hope that today we can warm you up and transport you a little bit to somewhere filled with art and ideas and conversation. Um, If you listened to the previous episodes, you'll know that I am currently chatting with the participating artists included in our Women's Day International Auction. Women's International Day auction, even better. It's such a phenomenal lineup, and the cards are now up on our website for your viewing pleasure to sift through and pick which mini masterpieces you will be picking up to brighten up your homes or maybe surprise someone um, with some art made by one of our women artists from all over the world. In today's episode, I chat with Yui Kojimiya about her art practice, minimalist aesthetic, and exploration into oil paint animation. Yui's been working from her base in Brooklyn since graduating from Yale University in 2007. Yui's exhibited in the US, Mexico and Europe, as well as in Japan. A multidisciplinary artist, she uses drawings, etchings and paintings as well as animation to explore the internal world of imagination and nothingness in order to transport the viewer to these places. Movement and stillness are two conflicting elements which coexist in Kojimiya's paintings and we are delighted to include her in our upcoming auction. How are you doing? I'm really good, really good. Yeah. How, how about you? How how are you over there in London? Um, we're okay. I mean, we're on a full national lockdown at the minute, so yeah, nothing open. You're not allowed to go on any unnecessary journeys or mingle with anybody. So we're pretty housebound right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the figures are, I think, we're the worst country in the world for coronavirus. Like if. Um, 
all the figures, I saw something this morning saying that we were number one with, with Corona deaths. When you think about how small we are as an island, mm-hmm. like it's right. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you in New York right now? Yes, I'm in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess it's a kind of um, a happy day for Americans right now. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah new president. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so let's hope that it'll be, I mean, a lot of bias, of course, but let's hope that it'll be, you know, somewhat better compared to the past four years. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty low bar. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, great. So where are you right now? It looks lovely. It looks nice and light and airy. Are you in your studio right now? Yes, I'm in my studio, which is actually in my apartment. Um, yeah, I used to have a, a separate and bigger um painting studio um but uh since uh covid i made an ad- adjustment um um just to be able to stay home and just to not leave basically yeah it's kind of um working out of necessity it's amazing what you can make happen in the face mm-hmm. of a crisis <laughs> um, yes yeah so have you managed to keep kind of creative through um, this year and with the lockdowns and everything, have you still managed to keep up at your art practice? Uh, in the beginning, it was really difficult. Um, even though I still has ac- had all the access, you know, I was able to go to my studio and then, you know, basically I could physically continue what I was doing before, but um, I was more sort of uh, mentally affected, you know, this um, whole new challenge of isolation um sort of you know like a loss of mobility um actually uh became way more than i've imagined um um challenging so i was still trying to create something but it was not for um my my um art making last year most of the last year was not for um, it, it didn't become like, it, it was no longer like a work. It was something to, um, help myself figure out, um, and cope with the situation. Wow. So, but then, um, after a while now I'm back to, um, doing more, more like, a, um, grounded way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I get that. We know that, you know, this year has really shown us how our surroundings kind of mm-hmm. start to affect our creative practices. And mm-hmm. yourself, so you'd work between New York and Tokyo, right? Actually, yeah. um, well, I, um, uh, since I moved to this, this state, I haven't spent much time in Tokyo actually. Okay. Yeah. But mostly and pretty much all in uh, New York. Aha, uh-huh, okay. So what prompted your move over there, you know, pretty much full time? Why New York uh, anywhere in the world? Oh, well, so I moved to I moved to the States twenty years ago and I came here um to um start college, um art school to study paintings. So um I was it was in New York. I went to school in uh, Massachusetts first. Um, I lived in Massachusetts, um, a little outside of the city, and then also in Boston altogether around five years, um, all just for school. 
And I continued on uh, grad school after that for a couple of years. And then it's only after that I moved to uh, New York, which is, um, I guess, 13 years ago. Um, but I guess in terms of my home, Tokyo, you know, I... Um, so it's been 20 years away from my home country, but I, because I moved here alone and uh, also like all my family is still in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I guess my creative sensitivity and, you know, cultural grounds are still all based on uh, my experiences in um, uh, living in Tokyo, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah. Right. Because I was, you know, looking at your work, you do have this quite sort of minimal aesthetic and I mean that mm-hmm. in terms of, you know using a lot of abstract shapes um mm-hmm. sometimes not connected to one another and these very sort of like soft tones and mm-hmm. in your work mm-hmm. obviously your environments have been either Tokyo or New York and those two places are you know known for being mm-hmm. quite sort of aesthetically abrasive you know you've got like a lot of lights a lot of action a lot of movement um, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, how much do these environments come out in the work or, or where do these environments kind of exist on in your artworks? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess the uh, abstract painting and paintings in particular, uh, you said that, you know, there is minimalist aesthetic uh, quality in some of them. Um, that's... Uh, I, I don't think it's necessarily referencing my personal experiences of uh, living in either in Tokyo or uh, New York, but um, minimalist aesthetic oftentimes is associated or referencing um, a type of philosophy. You know, it's a meditating practice, practice of a Zen Buddhism, um, I, I guess this group of work is made sort of by choosing, you know, paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the qualities. Right. Yeah, I guess, you know, going back to what you said about using art last year as a means mm-hmm. of sort of figuring things out and mm-hmm. like as though the act of creating is a meditation in itself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that wasn't always the case with um, different types of the work that I do. But in, uh, I think uh, abstract work in particular was um, I wanted to create a work that offers environment and uh, opportunities for the viewers to contemplate. And um, the work really is about um, nothingness or blankness, you know, those are like a um, um, space that you can access to um, to reach areas of imagination or much deeper emotional place. Uh, so those are definitely the intentions. Right, right, yeah, nice. Um, but it kind of sounds linked to, I, I read that you said that if I knew from the beginning the outcome mm-hmm. of the completed image, it would Mm-hmm. it would be once it would be over once I drew it out um, mm-hmm. tell me what you mean by that and then a little bit about your creative process sure yeah um I always want to have 
room for um, the unknown world, things that are unknown to us. So when something is unknown, we don't even know that, that it's there. You know, I really believe that there is space like that. So when creating works, I have that in mind, you know, whether it's an abstract paintings, figurative work or uh, animations. And I think just by personality, I'm a very cre uh, curious and intuitive person. So I always want to know, um, you know, those unknown places and of the world. Um, so that's how most of the process begins with any, um, any method. It just being curious and desire to know. And what that is, what, what that unknown world is, um, for me, it's something like things that are invisible, but, the, but it exists. Mm -hmm. um, visible, like feelings, emotions, you know, inner space or um, imagination, you know, what we have going on in mental space. So that, that's what I mostly um, refer to when I say the unknown world. Um, so then I think we can access those places by, you know, art is one of the um, objects that we can access through within those places. And knowing that or thinking that there's the, the unknown world out there. And then if we, if I already know, and if I could decide uh, what to make or what the work is going to be already, that means that I'm making decisions within the narratives of already known, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what, then that's, um, that's what I avoid. So then if, if those already known world is making decisions that will shut out the unknown world, to avoid that, I guess I invite intuition in the process. You know, I make decisions more intuitively. I guess that's sort of huge in the process. Right, right. Yeah, wow, it's beautiful. It's really great to hear you kind of express that, um, mm. having looked at, through your works. Um, mm. One kind of section that I found on your website that I really, really loved looking through was your animations. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you often use subject matter taken from everyday conversations. Um, mm -hmm. And I really love your use of paint. I don't know whether mm -hmm. it's oil or acrylic. I'm guessing mm -hmm. acrylic. Um, it's oil actually right yeah <laughs> I never I never work with acrylic I actually don't know how to almost <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so I think um uh, what you're pointing out is this very highly textured paint applications and the movement that you can see in the animations right I think um that's tactility you know, it's it's an important quality, I think, in all my work in, in some ways. And I think because life is full of tactile experiences. Um, and I also oftentimes when I was making animations, I did do the recording of the audio myself. Um, I would record just uh, conversations with a friend or um, um, just the sound from the nature or 
So those are all like just the mundane, usual moments. But what I mean by tactile experience is that even in those um, usual daily life, um, there's just so much to contemplate and feel. Mm-hmm. And for me, like a thick paint application and sort of pushing and moving around and is a way to emphasize and represent that tactility that I really want to recreate uh, as a sensation. Um, so how I got into it, you know, like I, I instead of just making a thick oil paint, why, why was I animating it, you know? But it's because actually during the undergraduate under, undergraduate art school, I was introduced to works by Philip Gustin. And it was in a figure drawing class. And his, his artworks, his paintings, drawing have that a very tactility that I am talking about, that I've kind of identified that, you know, in, in the thick texture of his paintings. And I wanted to know what that tactile sensation is that his, um, his work offers so uh again this is because i was so curious right (laughs) just responding um so i wanted to know what that what what that is about and what lies underneath all that layers of mark makings and coverings you know creating this like highly textured um surface uh I wanted to know that what what's underneath it. So I started documenting, recording the process of painting in my studio with digital camera, just frame by frame, observing, witnessing that accumulation of the buildup and covering. And so that's how it was. It's really to understand why some paintings have such thick tactile textures and then why it's so um, appealing to me and why that is, which I was, I guess, sort of simulating it by applying narrative, which creates the animation. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. I really, really love um, looking through them and mm. I'm sure our listeners will as well um, if they were to go on your website. Um, mm. Could you um, please explain to us uh, finally the cards that you've designed for Art on a Postcard? We're so excited to include you and we're really honoured to have your cards involved in the International mm. Women's Day auction. Mm. Um, yeah, we're very, very excited. So could you please uh, inform the listeners kind of your ideas for the cards and um, what you ended up with? Sure. So I submitted watercolor drawings of um, flowers in a vase. Um, all four of them are the same image, and but it's uniquely painted um, watercolor. So they're all unique in um, shapes and colors. Um, flowers in, in a vase is the current subject matter in my studio. Um, Again, I am only working from imagination and uh, without looking at anything. 
So I'm trying to uh, create these images of, again, rather mundane and sort of classic um, subject of flower in a vase just on a tabletop. Um, but really, and I painted this over and over because I want to get uh, closer to that um, moment or the space of the unknown, which I think is is in the in the in my ima imagination and memory. Um, so currently, I'm living slowly from um, the method of abstraction because I really need or want. Uh, figurative quality in the work and also articulation of space. Um, but then again, the ones that I submitted for art and postcards uh, still have abstract quality. I think it's very fluid. Uh, it's, I try to make it really resembling uh, something like a memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, really, really beautiful. And um, as I said, I was just so excited to include them in the International Women's Day auction um, to raise some funds for the Hepatitis C Trust. So thank you very, very much. Um, and just quickly, just to let the listeners know if you have anything coming up in 2021 or in the future that you um, have mm -hmm. going on. Yeah, thank you. I'm so happy to be part of this and happy to be interviewed by you. Um, thank you for the opportunity to uh, talk about my work. And this was really great because it covers, you know, from early work of animation to abstraction and what I'm doing currently. So I'm, I'm, I really thank you. And as for what's coming up, um, I think what's next is actually, um, I have a, um, screen um some of my um, early animation pieces will be included in a screening program as part of um media art festival in tokyo um this is um annual event uh, that they organize and this year i think it will take place at a um photography museum in tokyo it should be coming up in february um so uh, more details to come yeah great <laughs> thank you very much for your time today um have a lovely time in your studio this today and um i hope new york is feeling a lot more sort of refreshed after the mm -hmm. election <laughs> yesterday thank you so much thank you very much bye. okay bye bye take care thank you for listening to art on a podcast to find out more about anything in today's episode, go to artonapostcard.com and be sure to follow us on all our social channels at Art on a Postcard. Goodbye!